Hello. What's good, man? What's good, man? Good morning, everybody. This is a few words with Bird. I am be like Bird. I also have James William, host of Good Gumbo Podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's your favorite chef's favorite chef. I'm back in the kitchen with that seasoning. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're going to discuss about the last night's game two of the Western Conference Finals in Houston. I, I, I don't want to. I want to. I want to break off the first. Get on these, uh, th- these bench points. Can we get on mm-hmm. from the bench from the Houston, the Houston Rockets bench? I mean, let me tell you something, man. I, their, their bench was amazing last night, and I'm telling you, I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I think, I think it's sustainable, man. Honestly, I don't think. Um, when you when I'm looking at the numbers, like obviously I don't see PJ Tucker dropping 22 every night. Me neither. But, I mean, if he can stay around between, I'm thinking like 12 and 14 points, that's gonna be huge. He's gonna get open shots. That's a fact. You know, most definitely. Saying? He's gonna get open shots. Trevor Ariza is gonna get open shots. Um, let me see. Trevor Ariza in him both. Uh, PJ mm-hmm. Tucker had 22 points. Ariza had 19 points. Ariza was seven for nine from the field. Tucker was eight of nine from the field. So obviously you're not going to get those numbers every night, but if they can get close to them, I think we really got a series going on. You know what I'm saying? Definitely got a series. I mean, every, everybody on uh, the Golden State Warriors bench actually touched the ball. So it's, it's, it's just, and JaVale McGee still hasn't played. I I don't, I honestly, you know, not to cut you off, but I honestly don't think he's going to play because I think they like going with the small. One thing I think we noticed last night is that, uh, Houston can do exactly what Golden State can do, and I think they can actually do it better. I think what happened the first game was they really got into a half-court setting. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like where they were just dribbling out the ball, really going ISO. This this game, they let it flow. I, I saw them pass the ball two and three times, knocking down open threes. And each each time the person who passed the ball could have took the three. They're moving the ball. They do it just as well as Golden State. And I think they can go deeper into their bench shooting the three ball. Now, now a big thing, uh, not to take away from it, but a big thing, uh, the first game, they would talk about, oh, we do too much ISO, this and the third. They used the same scheme and just passed the ball three more times than they did game one. And they just, you no, know, yeah, they passed the ball three more times than they did game one. And they used one one more ISO play than they did game one. It's literally the same scheme. And uh, no, it Mike is. T- it's just, I think it's just sped up to, to a different degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's really funny. Like, it's it's like, it's like they're playing into Golden State hands, but it's working. You know what I'm saying? Because, okay, we had two guys go crazy, right, which is P.J. Tucker and Ariza, right? Most but definitely. at the same time, Chris Paul didn't have a great night. He had 16 points. He shot 16 of 14. He was 1 of 5 from the 3. Mm. That's not a great night. So even if you start uh, uh, subtracting from Tucker, taking away 6 points from him, taking away nine points from Ariza and you, you distribute that to Paul, which would be uh, a difference of uh, 14 points. That will put him up to a 28 point game. Most definitely. And then uh, what he can do, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think he can pull that off. I think he can pull that off. And I think a lot of people are going to do that. They're going to try to dis, uh, disqualify that bench. Like, well, what if this person does that? What if this person does that? Oh, the other person I forgot to tell you, we had a sighting last night. Did you know that? Of Eric Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, on, man. Some retro Eric Gordon, man. I was crazy. 
What, what, what did he shoot like? Uh, what was he like? Uh, five three pointers? Dude was crazy. Yes, he had he, man his numbers. You know, the funny thing is, I, I I was sitting here writing down the numbers a minute ago, looking over the game, and I totally forgot about it. But I, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't even put him on my note sheet. But yeah, Gordon was a uh, he had 27 points, uh, eight of 15 shooting with six of nine from the three. Jesus, you know Jesus. what I'm saying? So I mean, like, I mean, and, 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 so, Throwing these numbers out here, man, it's, it's crazy. What kills me, and what kills me about not to cut you off. What kills me about Eric Gordon's twenty-seven? He had exactly the same same points as James Harden. Only James Harden only shot three for fifteen from the three-point line. Yeah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's it, it's going to be obviously it's going to be a, a three-point game. Now, for a second, we'll come back to where we at with Houston, but let's hop on to Golden State, right? Okay. We're looking at Golden State, and I think and I think it's a couple of visual, visible things that, that kind of concern me if you're a Golden State fan, right? Katie, another great game, 38 points, 13 to 22. Uh, three rebounds. Here's the problem, five turnovers. And five fouls. Exactly. He got in foul trouble, as foul a, trouble as early, unit, too. As a unit, those guys had a lot of turnovers last night, 15. Now, the funny thing is, Houston only had 13. So, I mean, it's only a two-point turnover dis- differ- differential. So, I mean – like people are gonna crunch these numbers, and and, and people are gonna try to say what can go on and what can't go on. But I'm just I'm I'm looking at Curry, right? Curry's 16 points, seven to 19. That can't happen. One of eight from the three. I I think I think I know what's going on. I thought I don't. I told people before before he came back. I told people he needs way more time to recover. I don't think <laughs> Steph Curry's over that injury. I hear you what you're saying, but I hate that because one thing I noticed. Is when it comes to Curry, everybody's just so considerate. Oh my God, he's injured. He's injured. Even last night at the press conference, uh, Kerr said, you know, kind of alluded to him being injured. Then don't be on the court, man. I don't got no, I don't have no, no feelings for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, yeah. I, can't, I can't feel a certain type of way. If you're on the court, you're playing. Same thing would happen with LeBron. People would shred LeBron. Well, look at that series right now, and he's dropping amazing numbers. I'm amazing seeing numbers. these guys getting passes. If Curry's on the floor. It has to be effective. Now we have to look at. I told I told you personally, not on air because it's our first uh, conversation on air, but off air that I thought Clay Thompson is is the difference maker. Eight points last night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when we look at their roster, yes. If we want to just go off what's been happening since since Thompson, I mean since uh, Curry's been back, 16 points last night. I think the what the last game was 18. Points. Yeah, 18. Okay, so I mean he's staying pretty in the same in the in the same lane. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think Thompson's going to be a big difference maker. Even if you look at Green, right? Six yeah. points. He don't really put up too many points. He doesn't. He doesn't put up numbers like that. Yeah, he... but, but let's look at his other numbers that he do thrive in. He only has six boards and six assists. He's double digits in both of those every night. Yeah. Every yeah. night. So that's that's going to be a problem, man. And he also, like I said, he also with the four turnovers, he had four uh, fouls as, as well. So I think I think what Houston Houston's uh, mm-hmm. scheme is, I think they're they're trying to like. Um, what uh, Ty Lue said about uh, Celtics, they're, they're gooning up the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, they're going to be more physical on Golden State because they know Golden State is not the physical team. The only, not. You know what I'm saying? Only people that shows a little bit of spunk or edge in your team is Draymond Green, uh, Kevin Durant. You're yeah. gonna need. You're gonna need and Durant more space. skin. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with that. He's not really cut that way. Yeah. He's been trying to be the bad boy. Exactly. Day, but he's not cut that way. Let's we know. We know he's not cut that, that way. <laughs> he's not cut that way. His haircut says it all. So is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seth. How to take those crunches? What is that? A crunch bar on his hair? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody need to get him a Diane. 
um, <laughs> it's and 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 to go on to that, I, I still believe uh, I still believe that KD is going to continue on scoring these thirty plus games. He I, has I, to. It's just but the funny thing is okay, so another thirty eight point game, well another thirty plus game, right? But let's break down Kevin Durant's from the last two games, right? Okay, KD. 75, mm. 75 points combined last two games. Six rebounds, zero steals, one block. Do we see a problem here? Like, yeah. Is he being overloaded to the point of – because everybody keeps talking about with his wingspan. He's a seven-footer. He can play all positions. He affects the game everywhere. Well, I'm looking at the numbers from the last two games. He's not affecting the game everywhere. He's affecting the game in the points column, and the rest of the columns don't exist. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think he needs to do more. And this is why I can't put him in the same conversation with LeBron James. LeBron, he he, he passes the ball. He rebounds. He blocks shots. You know what I'm saying? He shows Affects from beginning. All categories. Exactly, from beginning to end. I don't really mm-hmm. see that same thing from uh, Kevin Durant. I really don't see it. And I, I wish that was more of him. And I think that can be effective to the next game. If we've seen a Kevin Durant who was out there, okay, let me get my points here. But let me get, let me facilitate. Let me pass the ball. Let me show this team other things that I can do that can help out the team. I think you, I think they win that game if that was that was the Kevin Durant we were looking at, not mm-hmm. the 30, 30 plus points a game. It's like, oh, you know, we just got to try mm-hmm. harder uh, for game three. I, I don't want those excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, you're, you came to a 73 win team exactly. to be a difference mm-hmm. maker and you're not showing it, you know what I'm saying? You're not showing that this year. Last year, you proved yourself. I, I give you all the credit yeah, in the world. I think, I, think they're playing with, uh, I think they're playing with house money when it comes to this, right? Because you, you are such a great team. Mm-hmm. You add the number two player in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, they're running over people. And every, every, the last two years, matter of fact, the Warriors' whole run, they have ran up against beaten, tattered teams. Now, you can only play who's in front of you. But let's be honest. They've been running up against teams that have been man down. You know what I'm saying? Completely. I'm, I'm, I think I think Houston has a real shot. I think Houston go. I think this game three is going to be a huge game. They go in there, they win that. I think they'll split coming back to Houston. But then you're talking about a three game, you know, a best of three at that point, where Houston only has to get two of them. I think Houston can do it, man. I'm telling you. I think I think Houston can pull it off. Um, in the beginning, game one. Everybody uh, counted them and out. And they were even winning in game one. You know exactly. What I'm People forget that. Like, they're winning. They actually jumped out to a quick lead, and they were they were tied at the half. They had a really bad third quarter. You know what I'm saying? And they couldn't rebound from that. I'm telling you, man. I think uh, with, with Curry and, 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 and uh, with Curry having to, like, defend such a great offensive threat, either if it's Harden or Paul, that's going to be a real difference maker. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And let's, uh, to get back on to Paul and defending Chris Paul, uh, is it a push-off or is it a crossover? Uh, you know, it's a little bit of both, man. You use that arm. But, I mean, I mean, they let it go. You know, one thing I did, well, talking about what you just said right there, one thing I do think that was pretty dope is uh, if you look at um, the rest really let those guys play last night. They were not calling much of anything. And I, I saw Kevin Durant was – Clearly frustrated, and even Hard was frustrated at the point. I think, I think actually that's how the, the uh, they should let it go rest of the series, man. Just let those guys play, man. Let's not put let's not put guys on the line and let the game get get decided that way. I think you just let these guys go at it because if you want to, if you honestly want to look at uh both teams and which team is more hard nosed, I think it's actually Houston. Like like Golden State, they have what they have Green and they have D West. Who else? Most of those guys are powder. 
pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think Cabela's a hard-nosed guy. I think Tucker's a hard-nosed guy. Yeah, Tucker's a pit you know, bull, man. They got a lot of dudes with chips on their shoulders over there, you know? Because those guys want to win. Those guys, they, I feel like those guys really want to win. They want to get out there. They want to compete, man. Like They're tired of the whole narrative, oh, you're the only team that can beat Golden State, but you guys have to actually prove that you can do it. And I, I think they're just taking a lot of that talk and putting it behind them and say, hey, we're going to play our game. We're going to come out here and do what we've been doing. That's why we're the number one team in the uh, Western Conference. And I, I feel like game game one, they they wasn't all the way out of it. I feel like they needed a little bit more help, you know what I'm saying, off the bench like they had last night. They had the help that they needed last night. And the rotation was different. Yeah. No, I'm t- I'm t- I'm telling you, man. I think uh, yeah, I think we're in for a treat. I'm not gonna lie, man. I think um, I think if Houston can keep up, and I still want to see a huge scoring outburst from from Paul because we haven't got both. We haven't got Harden and Paul with huge scoring outbursts. Yeah, you know like yeah, like one's a... dropping thirty, the other one's dropping mid teens. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like I say again, like a lot of people are gonna sit here and point at the numbers, but I'm looking at all the numbers right now. And besides uh. Besides, like, really, honestly, going like with field goals, it was so it was such an evenly game. Like, you look at assists, Houston had the edge, but it's twenty three to twenty one. Yeah, rebounds. Houston had now that that's probably the biggest point right there, and that was forty seven to thirty six in favor of Houston. Okay, but everything else, I mean, I mean, literally, offensive, defensive. You're talking about a one point different different differentiation between each each team man it's not huge gaps even, even if you look at the shooting the shooting they were 50 they were 50 51 percent the other one was like 45 yeah, against against 40, that's not huge you know yeah so, i mean like people can't sit here and say oh like they really overperformed they had two guys probably give well okay they had three guys but but with a reason tucker you probably got two guys who overscore what they usually should give you by maybe like five to six points yeah, because then you had Gordon go crazy, but Gordon's capable of that. And he's he really exactly is. he's capable of doing that. And that, that's the remember last year's Houston team had him and Lou Williams. You remember yeah. that? Like they had him and Lou Williams who were both, you know what I'm saying, bona fide six man of the years. You know what I'm saying? They were both coming and just just shooting lights out off the bench. Like you can you can expect that from uh you know what I'm saying, Eric Gordon. One thing I really thought was weird though, as I'm looking at the box score, is, is uh, I'm confused by why they don't use Joe Johnson more? It's I, definitely being definitely being that Dan Tony's had this guy since Phoenix. Exactly, he knows, he, he knows what he's capable of. Like I think you should be working more with that second unit. Now I don't want you to get in there and break up chemistry because they're running good right I now. I feel you. It's it's really boggling my mind why he doesn't get more time. Like like dude, like let this man play. Like I I, I just it's, my whole thing is when when he got waived. Or I guess uh, he 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 accepted a uh, you know a sign in for the buyout. The buyout. buyout, yeah, he accepted the buyout. I was like, okay, this is perfect for Houston. Like, this is another score you know, to replace the Lou Williams that they lost. And like, he hasn't touched the floor all playoffs. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I mean, I'm really wondering about like uh, how their bench is really going to do because I see how like they like to stagger. Uh, with Gordon, like they'll mix Gordon in there with the starting lineup. You know, he'll he run a lot of minutes with the starting team, but he runs a lot of minutes with the bench team. So I just think, and again, I guess you would essentially be trading what a uh, green for Johnson. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you could go smaller and put Johnson at the th- at the three too. You really can. You really can. I, I, I just, I just, I, I know D'Antonio likes the up and down type of team and spread the ball and shoot the ball. And I just think him knowing him. 
I just think he would uh, incorporate that Most more. Definitely. So I, I just I just want to throw that out there. I think so, maybe something's wrong. I don't know. Maybe they don't feel comfortable yet. But that has been his coach for from the beginning of his career. Exactly. You know the, the Phoenix so, the Phoenix Sundays is like like dude like you know you like if I if I'm Joe Johnson you know what I'm capable of. We we I've, I've helped you take a team you know what I'm saying far in the playoffs until they ran into ran into Kobe Bryant like they always did and it's like yeah. you know what I'm capable of I, I I have a lot left in the tank you know what I'm saying like use me dude like use me let me help out like I feel like game one he could have helped out you know what I'm saying small Definitely. a small rotation change he could have helped out he's ISO Joe that's what you guys play I'm t- I think I think this series just watching and looking at stuff. I think what we're going to see is a lot of role players making big uh, swing game threes. Because, like yesterday, that game could have went wrong for uh, Houston many, many times. Like, like Golden State would go on a five-point run because they kept teetering around like 16 to 17 points, okay? And uh, Golden State would cut it down to about 10 or 11. And literally every time Gordon would come down and hit a three or Tucker would hit a three. Tucker had a, a tier of three threes in three possessions. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. So, I mean, like, I, you you have to have those timely threes. And I think what happens to most teams is when Golden State goes on runs, when they flip that score, whether they're up or down, by eight points, and now you're trying to, like, match them with threes, you just have to score. If you consistently score, they cannot get that momentum, you know? And I, I just – man, I, 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 hope, I hope game three we, we see the same – we see the same Houston Rockets because now you're going to be uh, in Oracle Arena, and you know how that you know how that Golden State plays at home. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I mean, yeah, it's going to. Role players love, you know, what I'm saying that that second unit loves to be at home. It's more comfortable for them. Your stars are going to travel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get those role players, and they get back home. They get that home cooking. They get to cooking. I'm just going to tell you, if you ask me right now. Uh, Going into game three, what I think is going to happen. I'm going to honestly tell you, I think Golden State is going to need some milk. There was a guy, there was a guy saying that uh, uh, I think, I think that Curry has to take a, a play out of uh, Michael Jordan's book and hit the weight room. But it was like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm on, I'm on a fence with him at that too. It's like, dude, like, you don't want to get boxed around and bullied around by these guys. Get big. That's not who he is. I, That's I, the problem. I get that. I get that. I get that, man. I, the, the thing is, his game is so finesse, and when he's on, he's on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think what happens is people think that, uh, you know, he doesn't really have to go down in that paint. But I'm telling you, Harden and these guys are going to put a body on this guy whenever they can. Yeah. Whenever they can, definitely. If you feel like he's fragile and frail, why wouldn't you put a body on him? Exactly. Like think about it. think about the think about the the point guards before him. You know what I'm saying? These these uh, high post point guards used to you know, take you from the off the dribble at the top of the key and come in the lane. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you don't see that anymore. These guys are way smaller. You know what I'm saying? And they they're they're quick. They're quick on their feet and they can get to the, they can get to the lane. But they're not going. They're not going to the lane like Chris Paul or the Baron Davises of the world or the Chauncey yeah. Billups, who were big guards. So yeah, yeah. You, you have Hell, you yeah, got to beef up. Used to put you on the block. Exactly. Exactly. We don't see that no more. We definitely don't see that no more. I think I think what we're, what we're gonna see too going down the stretch in this series is I think for once we're really gonna see what these coaches have to give. Cause a lot of people say Dan Tony doesn't make adjustments and a lot of people praise Kerr. 
but I think I think you're really gonna see some chess matches going on here, man. If if you want to win, you know what I'm saying. I think people are really gonna have to get out their comfort zone as coaches and try to make and try to make these guys do something different. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely, most definitely. So to, to come to the conclusion, what what do you give Game Three? Yeah, I think it is. I'll be honest with you, man. I got a bias. I don't want to see Golden State anymore. So I'm going with Houston, man. But I really think, man, I just really think they have a lot of talent, and I think they're hungry, and they want to prove that they can make it over this hump. You know, I mean, the CP3's first time in the Western Conference Finals. I'm telling you, man. I think, I think, I think, I think I'm gonna give uh, Golden State the edge, and I think this is probably gonna be our first, our first honest to god like close game. I, I see a final being within like six or seven points only because of late game fouls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, I want to see something from Curry, man. I'm sick of it, man. I, I, Curry always is uh, praised and hell the last, definitely the last two seasons. I mean, clearly, is he ever gonna get an MVP as the star of this team going into the finals? I don't think so, man. I just, I don't see. I want to see him prove himself. I just, like I said, again, I just think people give him so many passes. I'm, but you have to understand, this is the sacrifice he had to make. Yeah, this is the sacrifice when you bring you somebody like KD team. in. Yeah, I hear you. I so uh, so, and not to go on a tangent to get off on another subject, but I mean, what does that say about him? You know, what I'm saying? do you do you think you can't get it done? That's why y'all went and got the second best player in the league. I fool. Yeah, Ugh. that's that's what I'm hearing, man. Like if if I'm a 73 win team. And I lose a three-one battle, I'm gonna be ready to come back next year and prove and prove what happened was a fluke. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to recruit the next me. I'm a regular, regular rec player basketball right now, pickup game guy. <laughs> if I can get beat, bro, I am coming back with that same team, and I'm beating you to show you you, you got lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys campaign. They said these guys campaigning all year, which is tampering anyway but you know what I'm saying <laughs> can't pay for this guy to come the whole year you know what I'm saying so I, don't, I don't know man but I, I got Houston in a, in a close one man I got Houston in a close one I just I really think it's their time man I think they're hungrier than I think I think uh being to the finals what this is going to be if they make it this year the fourth year in a row yeah I think I think you can start complacency starts to set in I think that's what you're seeing somewhat with Cleveland Plus, with those new guys, they're just trash. But I think you're starting to see between both of these teams complacency. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we could turn it on, whatever. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? And you can't keep doing that because you're going to run against these young teams or these hungrier teams who are sick of it. And I, I think I think a lot of teams are just are just sick of the narratives. Like, we're going into the first game of the season thinking like, damn, we're going to have to go against the Golden State Warriors at some point, and they're going to be in the finals. That's, that's, that, that shouldn't be yeah. on a lot of teams' minds that, oh, the Warriors are going to make it anyway. We, 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 yeah. we shouldn't be accustomed to that thought process. So that's in the, And that's why, I, that's why I say I'm, I'm going with Houston in six. As I'm a, wow, Houston in six. So you think they're about to tear off what, four straight wins there? I, I, think, I think Golden State wins, wins game three. I'm going to say Golden State wins game three, and I think Houston is going to just go from there. I believe Houston okay. goes from well, there. Well, I, mean, I, I don't think that's that, that bad of an idea because that would mean they will win game, what, four in, in, in uh, GSW, go back home and protect home. And then uh, I would assume they would have to snatch their hearts by then. So do they show up for that game six? Exactly. Yeah, I, I guess I think about it like that. That's a good uh, – I think I, I think that's a good play right there, man. I ain't going to lie to you. So, well – 
I, I, I'm going, like I said, I'm going with Houston in six. I think they can pull it off. Um, I think this, 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 this can and should be the end of the uh, dynasty talk for the Golden State Warriors this year. Because I just want to see something different in uh in the finals. I want to see something different in the finals. I had a guy the other day that said, just what if, even though I, I know how the NBA works, what if we see Houston and Boston in the finals? I, I man, I can't you know what the funny thing is, I don't want to see Boston, but I will be intrigued. I would be intrigued. Listen, they're so young, but they're not playing like it. And one thing that travels everywhere is defense. Yeah. They I think I heard a stat the other day that said in that Boston game. It was only nine uncontested shots in a whole game. We're talking about four quarters, 48 minutes. There were only nine uncontested shots that they let. That's that's shot. that's defense. That's ridiculous, man. That means the hands in somebody's face every time. Every time. That's that's that is defense. Now, now grant, granted that you know Boston is has to, you know, send play uphand with you know people like LeBron James and Houston has to deal mm-hmm. with uh Kevin Durant. It's just just being able to uh, put the defense on both of those great players like that and just be able to, you know what I'm saying, to try try their hardest to, you know what I'm saying, put a, put a stop to it. LeBron James, what, had, what, 16 the first game? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 16, 15, something like that. Yeah, next game he went out there for 42. It's, 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 a, it's a different story. And then you go back to Golden State and uh, Houston, first game uh, Kevin Durant scores a 30-plus. Comes back this game, scores thirty eight. It's just the the defensive schemes that you have to use in these in these coaches with uh with Dan Tony and the Brad Stevens of the world. The different schemes that you have to use to go against these players like that. You have to throw people on them. Like I like I said in an earlier segment the other day, you you have to go ten deep. You got to go ten deep to put on people, yeah. uh, put, put put people on uh, Kevin Durant. You got to go as, as as many times to do the same thing. LeBron James. You have to put bodies on them. And they're using that that scheme I threw out there for Steph Curry, and it's it's working. <laughs> oh, it is, it is. It's, they it's are working. utilizing that guy, man. Like, like the other night when I saw he had eighteen, and then any other person, that's a great night. Yeah, I'm like dude, that's the most quietest eighteen you're gonna hear. Quiet, Qu- crickets, man. I'm telling you, just put that sound effect right there. <laughs> I mean, like it's just too quiet, man. Like he has to affect the game on a different level. You know what I'm saying? He, like it has to be timely. It has to be at the at the right moments, and I I don't see that happening. And his his shooting was just so one for eight from the three. It's really dude, and I think he was really forcing up at the end of there because uh, they kept throwing out the stat that he's never played a playoff game and didn't make a three. And I think he didn't want that to happen, so I think that's why he kept shooting them. But you know, with shooters, man, you have mo- you have handful of shooters. Like shooters are gonna keep shooting until they shoot themselves out the slump. You know, I get, I get you, yeah. And uh, I think, I think he tried it because I mean, I even started noticing he started, you know, doing a couple of mid ranges and started hit, trying to hit some floaters. I don't know, man. I think, I think, uh, I think if I feel like Houston's a must win this first one, but I do like your your theory of what you got because I think that's really, really logical right there. But I think, I think they come out and really try to win this next one because I'm, you talk about pressure, man. Because I think you know what the funny thing is, I think the mindset for Golden State and, and Cleveland is the same. I think in that first game, I really do think with two minutes left in that first quarter, LeBron literally shut that thing down and just surveyed the rest of the game. Like, okay, we're fine. But what happens is you, you basically forfeit that first game and then you lose a game that y'all should have won because of a bad third quarter and now you're in trouble. Now, I still believe they can pull it out, but I mean, now you have no margin for error where before you had margin of error, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So we, we we'll definitely see. 
what happens in uh, game three for, for both for both sides? Um, what they, they play this weekend is it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, they play Saturday. Man, I hate these huge layoffs because I mean, like, they play Saturday, then that means they come back on Monday. Like, dude, back in the NBA group watching, man, you had way day to transition to a new city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think about it. What? So, uh, Cleveland last game was what's the today's Thursday was Tuesday. Yeah. So you no 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 no, no. they they play they play Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, dude, you take one day off to, for travel arrangements, and they should have been back on Friday and Friday and Sunday. Now, now we're gonna be looking at uh, what Sunday and I mean Saturday and Sunday and Monday too. I think I just hate the way they structure these games now, man. Too much, too much layoff. I, I, you, but you, but you know these uh these the, the new players of the world. We need more rest time. I don't care. Listen, you know we're we're, we're doing promo guys. runs. Get out of here, man. <laughs> better do whatever you got to do. Hey, like I said, get them some milk. <laughs> Please, throw a couple gallons up there, man. I, I, I think this is the perfect time for Clay, for Clay Thompson's uh, a chocolate milk commercial to come out of nowhere. Exactly. You got to yeah. start sharing that around the whole team. I'm telling you, man. They need it bad. I'm telling you. You got to share that around the whole team. Everyone chocolate milk. <laughs> Steve, you grab one, too. Hey, I'm telling you. They come out that locker room. White person got a chocolate milk mustache. Like, what they doing? <laughs> oh God. I, like you could just see he's looking like oh shit we, we messed up we, hey they told you can you get some milk in here stat <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's, gonna, it's, bad, it's bad business right somebody's gonna head somebody's gonna head steph curry a, a, a bottle of milk he's gonna be like i'm being harassed Oh my God. It's good for your bones, man. Don't tell you. Who, to- who told you you can have a Gatorade with milk in it? Huh? <laughs> Not here. Not an Oracle. Okay. Not an Oracle. Okay. <laughs> that don't fly out here, man. I'll tell you. That crap's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Oh my God. But thank, thank, thank you for definitely um, co hosting with me today, man. This is definitely a good topic. It's going to wrap oh, it up here. No, I appreciate it, man. Like I said, it's your boy, James, a.k.a. J-Dub, a.k.a. your favorite chef, favorite chef. Tune in to the Good Gumbo Podcast. I mean, we slowed up right now, but we're going to start dropping consistently. And as always, me and your boy, Burr, we're going to be out here, man. We, we, we Good content coming your way. So, I mean, check it, check us out. Definitely. And definitely for tuning in. Keep listening. Great Gumbo with J-Dub and a few words with Burr. Good morning. Take it easy. I appreciate it, man. Most death. Yeah.